because again, these are all ancient, beautiful, mystical tools. And if we only look at life through our logic, we will never understand the intricacies of who we are. And, and we're truly a soul renting this body. You know, I chose dark hair. I mean, I could change it if I want to, but that's what my soul chose. This is just a costume. Um, but my soul has lived many lifetimes. Your soul has lived many lifetimes. And, and perhaps these lifetimes are parallel lifetimes right now. You know, we don't know. Again, I'm just saying lifetimes because that's the only wording that we know for our logic. But what is life? We don't know. Is Maybe the existence is happening all at once. Maybe it's a spiral. Um, whatever it is, it's beautiful. Um, and when we can surrender to that and, and kind of move out of our logic um, to the point where our logic stops us, that's when we can expand and that's when we can grow. Welcome to Masculine Mastery, a show dedicated to helping men open their hearts, rise into their greatness, and liberate their most alive, awakened, and authentic selves. My name is Christopher August, and I invite you to join me each week alongside some of today's most respected thought leaders, where we'll be diving deep into a wide range of topics to support the evolution of masculinity and the consciousness of this planet. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Masculine Mastery Podcast. My name is Christopher August, and today I am featuring a conversation between one of my friends. Her name is Danielle Page, and she is a soul astrologer. She's a consciousness teacher, and she's just an overall badass. Really cool person, no bullshit and really straightforward, real, and raw. And that's that's really what I like. I like somebody that is owning their authenticity, and she definitely does that very well. And the reason I wanted to bring on Danielle, and this, this podcast is obviously geared towards the masculine collective. However, I am bringing on both men and women onto the podcast to share their gifts, to share their message. And the realm of astrology has been something that I've been studying, have been diving into for many years now. And I wouldn't say I'm an expert by any means, but having this level of understanding has been really instrumental in my own life because it really just increases your own self-awareness and it gives you insights to who you are. And, you know, our souls have chose specific paths specific lessons, specific challenges, specific gifts, specific missions and purposes. And so when you can understand that through an astrological lens, you really gain a lot of beautiful insight. Now, my, I guess, specialty in a case is more along the lines of the gene keys, which I'm going to be talking more about as we dive into this podcast. And I mean, right now we're only on episode six, so I'm going to be talking more about that. But, you know, with the gene keys approach, the gene keys is super powerful because it, it combines astrology and it also combines the Chinese I Ching. And so I'm a huge fan of the gene keys, but, you know, at the foundation, again, is astrology. And so I wanted to bring Danielle on to talk about her lens of astrology and really what men can do to look deeper into this, to help them level up in their life and their leadership. And so she broke a lot of things down. It was a really beautiful conversation. And so I'm just excited to, yeah, bring this conversation through. Before we get into that, just want to remind you that the Elemental 7-Day Men's Retreat is happening on the Big Island of Hawaii, October 30th to November 6th, and it is going to be one epic, life-changing experience. Now, this is for any man that is ready to level up, ready to step into the next octave of their potential, the next octave of their power, fully own their gifts, heal their past, and really just begin living an authentic life. And when you begin living an authentic life, everything is enhanced. Everything is elevated from that state, your work, your business, your relationships. And so this is going to be an experience that you definitely don't want to miss. Now, it's only going to be for 12 men. It's going to be a smaller container because I want to be able to provide as much support as I can to each man. Now, I'm going to be also 
co-facilitating this with um, one of my dear friends who's a holistic life guide. He's a psychedelic practitioner, um, just an overall incredible human. And his name is Sean, who is also helping me to build and create all of the offerings under masculine leader, um, masculine mastery. And so really the call is, is if you are listening to this and you are ready to fully heal, to grow, to evolve, to expand, this is your opportunity. I can promise you it's going to be incredible. We're going to be doing nature hikes to volcanoes, waterfalls, snorkeling with dolphins. We're going to be doing some workshops, some ceremonies, some plant medicine journeys, breathwork, sound healing, movement. I mean, you name it. We, We have it all included in this, and it's going to be really, really transformational and really powerful. So if you're ready to come together in community and brotherhood, I want you there. Now you can go over to masculinemastery.co.co and you can click on the tab experiences underneath experiences. You will see the, all the details for this elemental seven day men's retreat. And we do it all by application. So you have to fill out an application to make sure that you're the right fit. And then from there we will uh, get you all settled and uh, I'm excited. So head on over, check it out. And lastly, if you like the podcast and you enjoy these conversations, please go over to Apple or Spotify, follow the podcast, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. It really helps share the podcast. Um, And yeah, just building momentum around providing more content uh, for men. And I'm super excited. So with that being said, I am going to drop out. And I'll drop back in, but with a conversation with Danielle. So stay tuned. See you on the other side. Peace. Uh, It's an honor to be here. And, you know, it's interesting. This path has taken me all over the place. I've met so many different people over the years, so many incredible connections and people that I have a deep resonance with. And Danielle, who is joining me today, had popped up in my field, I think a few years ago. And I, I think I interviewed you also on my, my Instagram. And there's always just been this real, raw, not giving a fuck type of energy that I always appreciated you for, Danielle, and for you to just be in your power and not really care what anybody else thinks, but show up real and honest about your own path of awakening and everything that you've been through. And so Today is going to be, I think, one of those conversations. I really don't know where it's going to lead. And I'm framing these more as a conversation rather than, hey, answer these five questions type of deal. It's more of just a real raw flow between two people. And Danielle is a world-renowned international spiritual teacher, soul astrologer. She has her own podcast, Cosmic Body. And she does so many different things, but really at the core of everything and really why I wanted to bring her on is to speak to awakening and from a lens of astrology and also the lens of the masculine, because right now we are in a period where the masculine collective, the masculine consciousness is awakening out of the slumber and it's time to step into this new realm of what does it look like to be a man in the modern age? And that's really the core of, of why I started this podcast. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Danielle on and yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself. I gave you a little brief rundown, but, um, for those of you that people that don't know you. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. And I love how you said, um, about me being real and raw And it's just so funny because I honestly cannot be any other way. It's just the way I am. It's just I see truth. I do this for a living. Um, But it's not even a job. It's just it's my vibration. It's it's who I am. So that definitely triggers a lot of people. But then you also have people that um, like you and that we connect and resonate together and, and love it and appreciate it. So thank you for that. Um, I definitely cannot speak on what it's like to be a man, but I can tell you my perspective right throughout the conversation um, from what I've observed, from my own experiences with men, and even, you know, balancing my own masculine and feminine. Um, But to back up a little bit about me, um, so it's funny because my background is interior design and architecture, and um, I had no plans 
we say plans, right? Because um, the Danielle part of me had no plans of doing anything outside of that. Um, however, I, um, when I was around 29, 30, I was working at one of the top architecture firms in the world. And um, it was very prestigious for me to even get in. I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. You know, I was in grad school for four and a half years for architecture. And so I got into the, this top firm and, um, you know, it's called Perkins and Will. If anyone knows about it, it's, it's one of the top architecture firms. And, but I was miserable and I just knew in my heart, this is not what I was here for, but I had no idea what to do after spending, you know, four and a half years in grad school. Um, and I was like, I just, I just don't know what to do. I kept saying, I need to help people. I need to help people. And as much as I love spaces, you know, I'm designing my um, house right now, decorating my house. And as much as I love that, it, it felt like there wasn't enough, enough depth for me. And again, I kept saying, I need to help people, but I had no idea what that was. And so I like to share that with people because I know that there's so many people out there are not happy and they're not fulfilled, but they don't know what it is. So I, I was that, I, I had no idea. Um, and I would come home from work crying every day. It just felt like my soul was being sucked away and it was really miserable. Um, and then, um, fast forward a little bit. So I turned 30 and, um, I had no idea what was about to happen. So I went to France with my boyfriend at the time and on my 30th birthday in France, he dumped me and broke up with me and I was in complete shock. I didn't know what was going on. Um, you know, I was very upset, very sad. And we came back to the States. I was living with him. So I moved out. And at that moment I got this hit, but I didn't know it was from spirit because this is before my awakening. I got this hit that basically said, you need to go back to California where I'm from. And, um, so I went back to California and from there I started having an awakening. It was like right away. <laughs> and again, at the time, I didn't know it was an awakening because this was 14 years ago. So there weren't a lot of Facebook groups. There wasn't a lot of Instagram. Everyone was a spiritual teacher, life coach. Like this was really like, no, this wasn't happening, right? So I had no idea what was going on, um, but I started having awakening. I started seeing through the veil. I started connecting with spirit, yet I was like, what? What's going on? I started seeing spirits. Um, with my own eyes, totally sober, to the point of um, I thought that there was something wrong. I thought I was losing my mind. But then I realized, nope, not losing my mind because I have that awareness that this looks a little cuckoo, right? And so I'm like, okay, but if I was actually losing my mind, and this is real, I was like, if I'm losing my mind, I wouldn't have that awareness. So I'm like, something is happening here. And so anyways, throughout this journey, it was many, many years of awakening um, and me just really understanding the truth of who I am and what I'm here for and my gifts in the world. And again, you have to understand I was 30 at the time and I'm 44 now. So this has been a long journey to get to where I am. Many years of crying, many years of purging stuff out, many years of, you know, losing all my old friends, uh, my old life getting taken away. And it is very hard when you're in it, but whatever happens is aligned with our journey and where we're supposed to go. So I trusted that because I knew in my heart that something, you know, felt right, even though I was confused. It was like, all of a sudden, I felt a peace in my heart connect that I've never felt my whole life, because I always felt very alone. I felt very homesick, but like, I didn't know what I was homesick from, right? Um, I felt very different. And then all of a sudden, something came on and came online, and it was my soul. It was more connection to my soul. So at the, the root of my work, it is all connection to soul. And then I use astrology um, to help people understand that, but I do many, many things. And astrology is one of my tools in the toolkit. So that's just a little bit brief of my background and how I got into this work. Mm. Yeah, the the awakening journey, it's, um, it's quite intense. And I think for everybody, obviously everybody has different experiences, has totally different things that happen to them along their path. And while well, being in France and being dumped, I mean, I can't imagine what that is like. And I don't understand why anybody would even take you to France to dump you, but <laughs> that's a whole nother subject, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, I, I want to dive down multiple roads here because your story is obviously very unique. There's different intricacies and different parts, and I'm sure we can spend multiple hours talking about it. But as you mentioned, astrology is one of the many tools that you use. And where 
where and how did astrology come into play and how has this impacted your life and how do you use it to impact the lives of others? Yeah. So it's so interesting because um, I was working at this temp job that was pretty horrible. Um, but I, I like to tell people that because again, I was supposed to be there. So it was um, property management. They only come in there to yell at you. You know, I just, um, so when I was doing interior design, um, this is when the economy tanked. So there were zero um, design jobs. So I just, I, our neighbor needed to hire someone. I was like, great. I need some money. You know, it was like something to do. I, I was trying to figure out my life. So anyways, I was at this job and um, I became friends with the IT guy. We went out to dinner one night and um, I didn't know anything about him really. He was just a really nice guy. So we hung out for dinner, we hung out. And then he um, asked me about astrology and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a Taurus son. Like I didn't know anything about it, like just typical astrology. And he's like, do you want me to read your chart? And I'm like, oh, sure. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like, that's so funny to me now. And so he pulled up my chart and he didn't even know me yet. He was able to tell me so many things about me. And something in that moment clicked. And I literally went home that night, Googled, right? Went online. This is before DuckDuckGo, uh, which is now even like a joke anyways. But anyways, when I went to Google and started looking up astrology and birth charts and what that meant and something clicked in me. And um, I now know that my soul has done this many times because basically I say I taught myself astrology, but it was really just a remembrance. My soul has been a mystic so many times. I have done astrology many, 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 even before I knew about astrology, I had my first Akashic record reading. Now I go in myself, but I had a reading and she didn't even know I was an interior designer, an architect. And she said to me, you've been an architect many times. And she said, your soul, no, so not Danielle, not me. I'm not taking mm -hmm. credit for this, but my soul helped align the stars um, with the pyramids in Egypt. And I worked under ISIS. And so that was my first of like, whoa, something's going on. And then when I started remembering astrology, it just literally, it's a foreign language basically. And it was so easy to me, but yet I don't know any other languages. So um, I taught myself astrology and I actually started to use it for myself because I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do. Maybe interior design is not for me. So like, let me learn about myself. Let me learn about my strengths um, and my weaknesses. And I really just dove in as this discovery of myself with no intention of ever actually doing astrology. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's something here. Like this is something I'm supposed to do. So I always joke that astrology was my gateway drug. It was truly my gateway drug into this other world, into this other realm. And now it's astrology and it's just understanding consciousness and energy and all the things that were never taught and all the things that people are like, how do you have a job like that? How do you make money? And I'm like, how are you alive? How are you breathing? Right? You're a consciousness. I'm just explaining what's going on. So um, yeah, that's a beautiful story of how I got into astrology. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, I can, I, I always love tuning into your posts because you always take this spin out of it because you, I really like how you, you take astrology, but also relate it back to your own life and how, what you're dealing with and what you're going on, but then also the humor that you infuse into it as well, because, you know, okay. at the end of the day, creating that lightheartedness in any aspect, wherever you work, whatever you do, it's, it's so important. And so, yeah, I just wanted to say how much I appreciate that from you. And, you know, for yeah. me personally, astrology, um, I'm not super deep into it, more of like the system that I guess, which combines astrology is astrology is where I work into is the gene keys and the it's gene so keys is incredibly powerful, but yeah. at the core of it, obviously you have the I Ching, the 64 archetypes, and then you have astrology because that's how we, where our planetary alignments are. And so I've found immense value, immense value in um, diving into astrology in my own astrological chart. And of course I have a lot more to go into, but really for me personally, as a man on a journey of awakening and self-discovery and wanting to inquire into the depths of my own soul, I've found it to be extremely helpful. And I know there's a lot of men out there right now that perhaps are listening to this and like, I've never, I don't even know what my sun sign is, or I don't know what any of that is. I um, mean, perhaps there's people that are more advanced, but you know, how can, um, men use this tools astrology for their own personal awakening. And I know that's multifaceted, I'm sure, but maybe whatever comes to, to your mind first. Yeah. Well, I first want to say that, um, astrology is the language of your soul. It's, um, the language of the stars, which really is the language of your soul. 
So this truly goes beyond gender. It's about the soul frequency. Um, but I understand that a lot of men, um, you know, most of my, I've been doing this for 14 years. And so I would say 98% of my clients, people who take my courses are uh, women. I think they're just more open to this. You know, men um, have a very strong logical mind that um, makes them question this and makes them wonder. And I, and I truly think that that is what keeps people stuck. Um, I think it's beautiful to question, but also to be open. And whereas women are more open because we feel this, right? And of course, I'm generalizing. This is not every man. This is not every woman. But this is from my experience, what I've seen for 14 years and just literally have lived it myself. Um, so for men specifically, to answer your question, um, it's about purpose. It's about soul. So the astrology that I do, and I try to be very clear you know, on Instagram, I don't just do, you know, horoscopes. That's, that's not at all what I do. In fact, I won't do horoscopes. I think I was doing horoscopes like my first year, um, a magazine wanted me to write for it. Um, and so I tried to infuse as much truth <laughs> into that so that they could understand the archetypes because it's an archetypal language. Mm -hmm. Um, but at, at horoscopes, it's not true astrology. So, um, they can use it to understand, their purpose, you know, where's their Mars in their chart? How do they use their masculine? Is their Mars in a water sign? Well, that's a very different energy than in a fire sign. Um, and again, we all have masculine and feminine. You know, my my Mars, which is my masculine, is in a fire sign. So it is very fiery. That's why I get out there and I say these things. And, um, you know, I have um, all this Pitta energy. Um, so, you know, the first thing is to understand, like, what is our dynamic? How are we reaching people? And are we in alignment with that? You know, if you if, if you have a man and you have your Mars in a water sign, which is a little bit softer of an energy, um, can you own that? Can you be that? Because that is so needed as well. You know, it doesn't, not every man needs to come out with like a sword. <laughs> you know, there's um, gentle compassion as well. And that's just as powerful. And that's just as beautiful. So for me, it's really helped me get in alignment with my truth and to own who I am and to not try to be anyone else that I'm not, right? And then we see, you know, there's so many facets in the chart. We see purpose, we see direction, we see our behavioral patterns, um, and it's layered. So again, whether man or woman, um, it's helpful, but especially for men, um, there, do need, there needs to be a shift in these are tools, these are ancient tools. Um, you know, we like to think it's BS. And whenever I hear that, you know, I don't take anything personally. Um, I don't get offended. It's just, I know that they're in a program. And to be honest, I, I, I pray for you. I wish you, I hope that you break out of that program because again, these are all ancient, beautiful, mystical tools. And if we only look at life through our logic, we will never understand the intricacies of who we are and, and we're truly a soul renting this body. You know, I chose dark hair. I mean, I could change it if I want to, but that's what my soul chose. This is just a costume. Um, but my soul has lived many lifetimes. Your soul has lived many lifetimes. And, and perhaps these lifetimes are parallel lifetimes right now. You know, we don't know. Again, I'm just saying lifetimes because that's the only wording that we know for our logic. But what is life? We don't know is maybe the existence is happening all at once. Maybe it's a spiral. Um, whatever it is, it's beautiful. Um, and when we can surrender to that and, and kind of move out of our logic um, to the point where our logic stops us, that's when we can expand and that's when we can grow. Mm. Yes. I marked that down because I'm like, that, that was, that was powerful what you just mentioned there. And I think, you know, just speaking from my own experience, I like to speak from I statements because I can't relate and say that every man feels this way. But for myself, you know, the logical mind certainly definitely has played a major role in keeping me stuck in certain ways. It's also been a benefit to me in certain ways of, of running a business and all of that. However, expanding beyond that and going into these higher aspects of self, what happens to unfold in those spaces within the heart and within your soul is something incredible that can take you much further than what the mind can is exactly what you're saying. So I really appreciate you mentioning that. And funny, I just, I was like trying to look at my Mars and I'm like, where I forgot where it was. It's in Pisces in the first house. So I am a, I am Aww. a Mars in the water sign. <laughs> I love that. But also it's in the first house. So you have an Aries flavor with that. 
because um, the house placements give you like a jacket, a flavor of the energy. So it's interesting. You know, Mars and Pisces is compassion for the world and connection of how we are all one. And so, again, it is completely aligned with spiritual work, but it's about you being a leader in that field because it's in the first house. Yeah, that very much resonates. And I've been diving into my North Node in Aries, which is a whole other story. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you have a, um, that means you have a South Node in Libra mm -hmm. and um, a North Node in Aries, and we have opposite. So I am moving into a North Node in Libra and I have a South Node in Aries. Oh, wow. So you've mastered the Aries energy, which I can feel. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm just very direct because it's so easy for me. You know, I just, I don't know how to be anything but that, right? We, we can't be anything but that. So the idea with this is to hone our gifts and use that and apply it and then learn to see where we're moving and going forward. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's so much there. And, you know, I think one thing that you spoke to, which is really, really important to touch on here is you know, at the core of, of, of the masculine archetype is this, is this drive to know and fulfill purpose and, and have that one laser focused direction into a higher purpose. And oftentimes a cause beyond yourself. And mm -hmm. I, as a man personally, and this is something that I would like to open up as a perhaps vulnerable share is that I, even though seem at times to have my shit together, I oftentimes struggle with, which is a gene key gene key 28 is the shadow of purposelessness. And sometimes if I'm not giving myself over to a higher cause or a higher service, I feel like I'm not doing anything, even though I'm serving people and hosting all of these beautiful immersions and things. But there's, that's something that I've struggled with my entire life. And then with my Aries North node identity has been a huge like thing for me. It's like, how do I, how do I label my, I can't even label myself. I don't know what I am, you know, all these things coming in. And this, this as also on top of being a man has been extremely difficult for me. So just wanted you know, to share that. I could only imagine. And I appreciate you sharing. Cause I, that's so important. And you know, it just comes down to our journey. I mean, I felt like that up until 30 and then something just clicked in my soul. So it wasn't even anything that I necessarily did. It was a timing for my soul activation and then it switched. But I could um, relate to that because I definitely felt that before. So that's where everyone has their own timing when it clicks. Like I, there was nothing I could have done to force the alignment for my soul. It just happened, right? Um, mm. But also part of your journey of having a Mars in Pisces is you like so mars pisces energy has no boundaries it's literally everything and nothing at the same time so you trying to create like a you know one point direction is like almost going against sometimes your mars and pisces which is just like i'm a fish swimming here because you're literally in realms of consciousness at the same time right and so we have this human journey of that oh we have to do one thing and we have to be focused but the, the Pisces energy is so etheric and it wants to be here and there. So you're not wrong for feeling that and you're not wrong for doing everything you've done because part of your journey is the other realms and is no definition, even though you're learning definition. And that's the journey of why this is so hard for people. <laughs> you know? The ultimate paradox. Yes, completely, completely. Oh. Well, I appreciate that reflection and that really actually helps me to understand myself even deeper. And so exactly why I wanted to bring you on, not for myself and getting an astrology reading, but more so to relate this back to everybody else that this is such a powerful tool for understanding oneself. And, you know, now with this really download that I've received from spirit to really put more energy, although I have other you know, things going on, put more energy into the focus of, of really helping men. Um, and this is exactly why I started this podcast and I didn't want to just bring on men on the podcast. I want perspectives from all different people. And I also hand select everybody. And I really felt again, like I said, in the beginning drawn to you. And so to shift focus a little bit. And you know what, before I do that, I just want to ask one more question. What is the best way for somebody listening to this to get started into astrology? Um, I know you host group events and things like that, but is there um, an avenue, a way for them just to like, what's the best starting point here? Yeah. Um, you can go to, there's, um, so on my website, daniellepage.com, P-A-I-G, you can pull up your birth chart. 
who obviously wouldn't know how to read it too much. Um, but then I have um, Astro Hacks. So I have little um, short, sometimes they're a half hour, an hour or two hours of how to hack your birth chart. Um, I also have a level one, level two, and level three, and but my level one is 10 weeks, and that's just a level one. So um, astrology is so um, in-depth, but absolutely, you know, start with my um, first edition Astro Hack of like, what is the birth chart? How do you pull it up? Um, how, how do you even look at the birth chart? So people can start there and start understanding um, what it is. And um, yeah, that would be a beautiful spot. Beautiful. Okay, great. Yeah. I just wanted to give somebody direction because, you know, like I said, it's impacted me and I want somebody else to have that sort of impact if they're interested in it. So to switch gears a little bit, you know, we spoke to your awakening journey in the beginning and all of that. And I, I know, you know, right now, as I also mentioned that men are awakening and they're wanting to open themselves up more so than they ever have before. And there's beautiful spaces that are now being created. There's incredible organizations that are doing great work for men. Um, and so I, I applaud that. And, you know, again, part of the reason why I wanted to start this is create more open conversations around masculinity, but from a perspective, as you are 44 year old woman has lived lots of lifetimes in one, you've experienced different relationships. What is your relationship to we'll start with the masculine outside of yourself and then we can maybe go into the masculine within yourself. Ooh, beautiful question. Okay. So what is my relationship with the masculine outside of myself? Um, I would say that at this point, um, I have so many beautiful male friends in my life. Um, in fact, like for my birthday, I had powerful, powerful, strong men. They were all my friends. Um, and that to me is a beautiful reflection of the work that I've done to receive, to also, um, clear out any, you know, drama, any chaos. Um, and, um, so I, I, you know, and I know, cause I know from spirit, um, my man is coming in very, very soon. Um, they show me, um, I have a very strong connection with that. So, um, my journey was to wait a little bit later in life and to really develop myself. Um, and I think I'm in a beautiful place now. Does that mean that I have everything perfect? No. Does that mean that I'm not going to learn still? Of course, I'm going to learn and grow. Um, but the Danielle you're talking to now versus if you would have interviewed me even two years ago, very, very different. So I believe the relationship um, to the masculine is more balanced than it's ever been. And then that correlates exactly to the relationship with myself. Um, I do have a very strong masculine. Um, I'm just very focused and goal-oriented. And um, again, it wasn't like that until I turned 30. And um, I mean, we can call it masculine, but it's just to me, it's just that I am so in tune with my soul. That's why I can't stay in a relationship that's not aligned. You know, I meet amazing men all the time and people are like, oh, you're picky or this or that. And I'm saying, is it picky or is it just in alignment? Like they're great, but they're not for me, you know? And I think um, a lot of people aren't that in tune with their soul. And um, that's what I teach. That's what I do. And I'm also here to be an example of not settling um, if, in terms of relationship, you know, or anything in your life of not settling, being very clear. Um, I'm very clear of what I want. I've been very clear and I haven't um, wavered from that. And I know he's coming um, I see it and it's, it's a love that, um, to be honest, and I'm not saying this to try to be mean or anything, but it's a love that I know a lot of people won't have, um, because perhaps it's not their journey, but the work that I've had to do to get here has been intense. It has been excruciating. Um, I'm, in fact, I'm writing a book on my experiences with love to help other people mm. because I feel like I've cried my entire life. Um, I've had so much karma in relationships that I've had to learn and I'm in a completely different space now. So, um, I don't think I would be here if I didn't develop a better relationship with the masculine and you can see it, it's reflected. I have so many male friends that, um, I respect, they respect me and they treat me like gold and I would do the same for them. And, um, it's just beautiful. Really. You know, this question could have gone multiple ways. Uh, and I really appreciate your authenticity and, and just speaking to what your relationship currently is at. And I know 
you know, from a fact that there's been a lot of abuse and violence, and I would say towards 99.9% of women, you know, from the masculine collective. I mean, my, my partner is one of them. She, and speaks openly about that, how, you know, she has been completely abused and also had an attack where she almost lost her life several years ago. And so that was a catalyst at that point when I met her. Um, and then of course my son being born was another catalyst. So all of these catalysts to speak to all of these things. But I think at the end of the day, um, I, I have optimism and hope for where the masculine is going because what's happened over the years is that this sort of consciousness has been so programmed and also I think what I've pinpointed and perhaps there's multiple avenues to go down is the root cause or the root program, or I would say more of the consciousness that's running within men is shame and shame then is then acted out in violence and anger in all of these different ways. And so I feel that's a really core wound and root that needs to be healed in order to then not only have a relationship with another, but a relationship with yourself first and foremost. And that's also really great, you know, segue into the astrological makeup of understanding yourself so deeply, because when we come into partnership with somebody, I feel it's where it's two sovereign souls growing in this direction. And as we embody more of our self and our growth and our authenticity, what happens in that relationship, deeper love is created within the self and then also with another. And so, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but I just felt my heart felt called to, to share all of that. Mm, I love that you shared that. I love that. This is just a candid conversation and we're just <laughs> talking with two open hearts. And that's, that's exactly what my intention was for these conversations to have these sorts of, and, and again, people that I relate with such as yourself. Yeah. So, you know, I, I feel that, you know, right now and where we're at, and I'm excited for you, first of all, for what you're calling in and then also sharing some of your experiences. Um, if you could, and this is a tough one, but I know, cause you're not in a man's body, but if you could talk to the men right now that are listening to this, what what would you say to them as a woman that is embodied in your truth, and that is full fully in your authenticity, that is working and living your dreams? What is, I don't know, advice, wisdom, something that you can offer a man listening to this right now from any perspective, love, any any area? Oh, this, I love these questions. This is so good. Um, definitely never thought about this because as you mentioned, I could only speak from being in a female body that I very deeply connect with <laughs> the feminine. Um, any advice that I can offer, you know, it's interesting because I actually just got out of something. Um, I would call it an entanglement. <laughs> I'll call it an entanglement. Yeah, um, because the soul connection with this person was so strong, it would probably not be someone that I would just choose um, if I just based on where he's at in life and what he's doing. Um, but the soul connection was probably one of the strongest that I've ever had. And I'm writing a whole book on soul connection. So you can imagine the intensity with this. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, you have to be willing to take chances. You have to be willing to step up. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. And actually, I could say this um, just because this situation was um, currently in my field, so I can just speak on this. Um, you know, this is someone that is actually very spiritually awake, I would say, um, gets it, what's going on in the world, you know, and just gets the whole journey. However, and, and then this is no, this is not to um, belittle him. He's an amazing person. Okay. But I'm just, this is an observation that I can see for the masculine. And I saw it with him. So I can see that um, with several other men as well. Um, there was a big disconnect with his emotional body and him feeling emotions, um, but yet super spiritual. So kind of assuming that he kind of was got it. 
But here's the thing. If you're not in tune with your emotions and you don't feel your emotions, you're not actually connected to your emotional body. And your emotional body is connected to your soul. So, for example, and again, this is not to share anything that's private, but I just know that he would be like, I connect to the field every day. And he is. He's very intuitive. Um, but you can connect to the field and also not connect to your soul and your emotions. And so that is something that I would give advice for men because um, I think men are more programmed to not feel. And also they don't have role models. They don't even know what that's like because they feel like that might be feminine. So my heart goes out to men in general for that situation. Um, but my advice was is to be, you know, to really be a masculine man that takes being in tune with your soul and that takes feeling your emotions. Because if you don't feel your emotions and you don't um, allow yourself to process your own trauma, and we all have trauma, right? We all have um, patterns in our fields. Um, you just keep repeating the same thing over and over again. And then you have sage and you call it enlightened, right? But you're actually bypassing your own heart and your own soul. Like we can be here in our upper chakras, or we could even be in our sacral and be very sexually active. But the men really need this right here in your heart. Um, and that's the connection to the soul. So again, just, you know, not trying to, you know, throw this guy under the bus, but that's just what I observed. And I'm going to speak my truth. And I could also see that in other men as well. And it is hard for them because it's like, okay, I have to be macho. I have to be the man. I have to be in charge, you know, where they're told this, but then it's like, I have to feel my feelings and I have to, but what is that? They don't even know how to do that. You know? So I think that I love that you're helping men and you having a Mars and Pisces is exactly what they need in the first house because it's like, okay, let's be a leader and let's also acknowledge this emotional world because we bypassing that is literally spiritually bypassing and we're not integrated. That's the word I'm looking for. We're not integrated. And there is a disconnect there. So that's super, super important. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Danielle, for sharing that. And yeah, it's definitely something I see come up a lot. I mean, I, I do men's circles and all of that as well. And, um, you know, when I, when I observe and I, and I come into circle with other men, there's always that resistance, right? Okay. Where are we going to go here? Because there is, there is something sacred about this very powerful present warrior energy that can come out, but oftentimes that's masked under these deep emotions that aren't being felt. But there is that when a man is in his full presence and power, you can feel it. It's an essence and it's all Oh my God, you can feel it. I just want to say, you can feel it that the clothes want to come off when he's in his presence. There you okay? go, man. So like, <laughs> I mean, it's so sexy and like, I just melt. I melt because I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> because you can feel that power. Yeah, right? and it's not to, and I also want to make a distinction here that it's not to be soft. Like it's, 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 it's embracing that masculine and feminine balance and being that integrated in the heart space. Cause that's was the tough yes. journey for me was I, my, I'm a Venus, um, in Scorpio. Okay. So, there's, oh, yes. and Love I, that. and I'm an authority in human design and my sacral. So there's a lot of energy in my, in just sexuality, creativity and all that. And so the journey that I've had to do is like, okay, how do I take this energy and channel it up here and, and, and balance the both? Because that's been the toughest thing for me. And one other thing I want to speak to there, and I just lost my train of thought. There was one other point that you said that really resonated the with presence, me. the man in his presence. Yeah. Just being in presence and, and what that actually looks like for, for men to, to be in that. And this isn't easy work. And the paradox for me is I have an Aquarius moon. So I can oh, oftentimes okay. when it comes to conflict, especially in relationships, like when it's my everyday, I'm very, I'm definitely open and, and sensitive to what's going on around me. But when it comes to conflict and relationships, the Aquarius moon's like, fuck that. I'm going this way. <laughs> What? Wait, what? Feelings? What's that? Wait, hold on. What? Yeah. So, you know, it's, um, it's a whole journey, but I appreciate you mentioning that. And I, I know I want to respect your time too, because, uh, you have to get going in just a few minutes. So before I let you go, is there anything else that you want to speak to that's alive, that's present for you? Um, and yeah, just welcoming you to say anything you, you feel. Um, so something, 
that has been, I've been experiencing lately, it's actually so beautiful. And um, so when I got, I, I moved to Miami in March, it's now June, and I got here in the first month, I was like going out all the time. It was so fun. And that's important. We're here to have fun. And then like a month into it, I was in April, I was like, oh, I should probably start looking at furniture. <laughs> like I literally had that thing. I had like a mattress, right? And so I'm like, oh, I should probably like, because I'm living in an empty house. So I'm like, okay. So I started doing that. Then I had to go back to California for a wedding. And um, between running my business, meeting people, um, you know, kind of going through some heartbreak that I was dealing with, um, finding and decorating my place, which doesn't sound like a big deal until you understand that there's nothing in stock right now and the shipping is just crazy. So it's just, it's wild. And I'm an interior designer, so you can imagine it's stressful. Okay, so with all that, I've been kind of running around and doing a million things. And lately, I've been hearing the need to just pause. And so I don't even have, um, I have a beautiful balcony overlooking the ocean. And I don't even have um, lounge chairs yet. I just have blow-up um, chairs like on Amazon because my friends were coming. And I'm like, I just want them to be able to sit somewhere. So I'm sitting on this blow-up lounge chair, which actually is amazing. And like, you don't need anything else in life. You got the ocean and a blow I mean, I'm just so happy. And I'm sitting there and I've been spending a lot of time by myself. And it's different than before. So this is the key. Something is changing and I see it in my life. The more I am content with myself, the more I'm dropping in, in the most beautiful, peaceful way, because we can spend time by ourselves when we're processing. And if you got to do that, you got to do that. Trust me, I'm the queen of processing. You got to cry. You got to be angry. You know, you can go going out, but spending time alone and completely at peace. Like, oh, I have a couch now, you know, I have a pop-up table here. <laughs> you know, um, there's nothing in there, but it is a stillness and it is a connection with my soul on a deeper level. And I'm telling you, I feel like a different person and I'm seeing people within the past week. I just got set up with three men. I didn't even do anything and three people set me up and I was like, Wow. And I can see that because the, and so the key to this, what I want to share is the more we drop in with ourselves and are truly at peace, no matter what is going on, I could sit here and be like, I want to be with my person. I want to be, with, you know, but that vibration is completely different than me sitting on my balcony or sitting wherever I want to sit. And literally just being so at peace with the present moment, whether I have furniture or not, whether I have a man in my life or not, and that vibration is shifting everything. And it, I feel so calm. And um, like, I just got all these emails, like all my furniture. Now it's pushed back a month. And I'm like, I've been waiting since like April. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, oh, all right, well, it'll get done. And, you know, I have a lot of Aries. So I'm like, what the fuck usually? Um, but I'm like, I mean, what are you going to do? You know? And um so the, the takeaway with this is if you can truly be at peace, no matter what's going on in your life, that's going to shift everything because everything is frequency and I'm seeing it. Like you can't experiment with it. You can't be like, oh, I'm going to trick the universe. Like universe, I'm so good. I'm so good. Bring my man. Everything's great. I've tried that. That shit doesn't work. Right. But it's a really of just like, no, I'm like really happy and really good. And that vibration, I could already just energetically see it. It's like emanating out. And that is what's bringing in everything that I desire. But here's the thing, you can't force it. It just has to come naturally. And, and I don't know, maybe I'm just ready right now, but there's a peace I feel in my heart. So I want to share that because that's going to be a huge game changer. And again, you can't force it. So don't make it happen. But when it happens, you'll know. It's like locked and loaded. I can't explain it. And it's just so peaceful. And it's like, I'm good. No matter what, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm good. I love myself. And actually, one more thing I want to throw in. My friend just, just went to the Himalayas to go get more answers. And we had a talk. And he said, I just went to the Himalayas 
to get the question answered that you just told me by sitting in your balcony for two hours the other day. And it's like, what if the existence in life, the point of life, is to not worry about the existence? We are here. This is a, an experience, right? Because he's like, what's the point of life? And he was all in his head and in the mental. And I'm like, what if we just don't worry about that? Because we will never fully grapple it from, or grasp it, I should say, from our perspective, our consciousness here on earth, because maybe we're not supposed to. So what if we just let that go, understand that there's something so much more, right? Um, be open to the downloads that come through. But what if, and the words is, these words keep coming through and I'll end with this, is the spirit keeps showing me, build a beautiful life. And whether I'm with myself, whether I'm with a partner, whether with my spirit baby who I talk to, um, comes through, usually wearing her name on my necklace, but I took it off yesterday um, to work out. Um, whether it's by myself or with everyone, build a beautiful life. That's what we're here for. Build a beautiful life. Like that is one of the secrets to life. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot there. And the pathway of surrender and letting go, you know, and the importance of that. And also, obviously, it's balanced with action and, and everything. But those moments and what I also teach people is the pause for presence. And it's literally just setting your alarm three times a day, 12, three and six, rewiring the nervous system by taking three to five minutes, just breathing, pausing. And that's a way to get into the longer pauses like you're speaking to and just being there for an hour or two hours, whatever it is. And that's our nervous systems are just so jacked up, just like action, 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 busy, busy, busy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm speaking for myself as well. Totally. So just what you said and really at the core of this and what everybody desires outside of the love, unconditional, true, unconditional love and feeling that true oneness and presence with themselves and others is the desire to be free from suffering and peace mm -hmm. and the peace that you're speaking to. And I think it's from that state of peace that everything just naturally unfolds and comes into your life. It's an allowance. It's, there's not much you really have to do from that state. Yeah. So, and then opportunities come to you. And then also you can take more inspired action after you have those moments of peace because yes. you're more Yes. I'm all about action. I am like, mm -hmm. I am, I'm a projector, but I sometimes act like an MG and a manifesting generator because I'm just like, I want to do all the things. <laughs> then I get tired and I'm like, I can't move. <laughs> so I love taking inspired action. It's my jam. And that's the way, you know, it's, and I, we've been, we've been definitely programmed and conditioned the wrong from work harder and get all of it, yeah. but rather than work less and just yes. allow and, and take yes. that action. So Good, good way to end it. Um, and I feel we could probably go for a while here. Uh, so with that said, I know you got to get somewhere, so I'll let you go, but, um, remind people one more time where to find you, Instagram website, all, anything you want to share. Yeah. Instagram at I am Danielle page, B A I G E. And my website is daniellepage.com. Amazing. Thank Perfect. You, it was awesome. I really enjoyed, uh, our conversation. Me too. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, of course. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.